are on. Welcome everyone to Coffee with Coronies, a current day twist on Coffee with Friends. I am here. My name is Megan Covenant and I am with Dr. Elizabeth Gossett, who I know lovingly as Buffy Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> hello, everyone. <laughs> hello, hello. We go back. Uh, Buffy and I go back to 1984 at Bellarmine Preparatory High School and we were high school chums and I am thrilled to be getting to do this with you. Same thank you and this is your brainchild. I'm just well, along for the ride and as I've joked before <laughs> you <laughs> my child are my brain so that works. <laughs> all right well, well hope it's all, all firing on all cylinders today. <laughs> Me too. You know, we have to disclose, this is our fourth time trying to do this. Yes, yes, it is on many, many different platforms. So we hope this one actually gets posted. Yep, Yay! We, we're all past at it now. We're going to yep. have a little Palm Sunday good luck, I think. There we go. I think so. I think so. We're calling in the big guns. We don't there you go. Please, please, let's record this. <laughs> right? <laughs> you guys, oh. this is our first podcast. Ever, ever. Really, actually, ever. ever. We're going to sit down and talk about kind of our new, our new not so normal normal that we're all kind of embracing with Corona, uh, the coronavirus and COVID-19 and how it's affecting all of us and kind of tips, tricks and um, questions on how to maneuver this. So Buffy, you and your family are in the Bay Area, correct? Yes, we are sheltered in place. We have been sheltered in place since so dun, 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 the um, St. Patrick's Day. So our shelter in place in my county went into effect on St. Patrick's Day. And the kids' schools closed down on the 13th, the Friday before. So, yeah, so we are sheltered in place here until sometime um, this summer. Is kind of what the word is. The children will not be going back to school. Um, they, uh, school as we know it should be starting back up in August, but we are sheltered in place for the next several months. Okay. Yeah. How about you guys? What, how, how long are you guys sheltered? Well, in? I'm in Wenatchee, as you know, which is in Washington state. Yes. We have been yes. in what they're calling a stay at home order, which is, I think the politically correct term. So no one gets afraid maybe. Um, Yes. So it's the stay-at-home order for Washington State, and we are going to be – ours started on uh, the Wednesday after yours. So the kids were out of school the Monday okay. after you. They went in, okay. picked up books, had their, you know, some take-home work and things like that. Very minimal, oddly, but um, yes. they kind of started to, to bug out, if you will, on that Monday. And then Tuesday, okay. we were kind of all home and – you know, we've been home ever since. And it is an odd feeling. You know, my husband and I went out to the grocery store this morning and we actually got there at 7 a.m. simply because I was a little fearful. Um, sure. So there's, there's a, you know, it's that embracing and kind of figuring out the new norm, right? Um, yes. So, yes. Yeah, so we are you know, we're seeing a lot of amazing community spirit, um, and mm -hmm. I'm sure you have as well. We see a lot of yeah. people 
you know, trying to make good choices. And I think, um, you know, yesterday we had a big hand, uh, a big notification, I guess, from our governor closing uh -huh. the state, um, any state park, any kind of okay. um, all of our great, amazing trails. And in North Central Washington, I don't know if you remember this, we are centrally located to the coolest stuff. So we have Mission oh, Ridge yeah. Ski Resort. We have Lake Chelan. We have Leavenworth. We have just amazing uh, trails and, and biking and just everything you could do outside. This is the playground for that. So there's a lot of broken hearts in our community today, but we get it. We understand. And it's okay to be home for a bit um, and make those smart socially distant, responsible choices, you know, so we have a healthy community going forward. So absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And our, what are you yeah. seeing down in the Bay Area? So we are very fortunate. Um, our county parks are still open. Of course, the state parks have been closed. Um, the county I live in, our county parks are still open. Um, big shout out to the Peninsula Open Space Preserve. Um, open Space Trust, excuse me, who's keeping our parks open um, for those of us who uh, want to get out there into nature. Um, they're doing great. They actually made our trails one way, which is lovely. So when you're out, I was out this morning running, um, you go up one way and you come down one way up the hills. So it's lovely. I think that's a brilliant way. And as long as people um, continue to follow the rules, they're keeping the parks open for us. So we're very, very fortunate, very fortunate. Our hiking trails are open. It's great. That is great. phenomenal. We have some here that are not state run that are still open, uh -huh. but I have to tell you, people are being diligent. Um, yes. They are being so cautious and really respectful of their fellow man. So yeah. it's, it's a win. It's a win here. So yes, yeah. and definitely. people are taking their own private boats out and they're you know it's again it's maneuvering that new norm and people I think are yes. doing a very thoughtful um you know they're doing it thoughtfully so yes it's I a agree. win yeah, and so you know in taking care of our community this is my segue um yes the first thing we can do is take care of ourselves right absolutely absolutely you know, as parents, we know that, right? Take care of yourself, yes. and then yes. you can take care of others. And I know you have a famous saying. Oh, well, this is my famous saying. Anybody who sees me knows my famous saying. <laughs> Put on your oxygen mask first. So you can't do a darn thing. You know, similar if you guys have been on an airplane, you put your oxygen max on first. That's some really good English right there. It is Sunday. <laughs> um, right? You take care of You can take care of Yep, you're breaking up a little bit. We're going to talk about today self-care. How do you take care of yourself? You yeah. So, you know, we wanted to, sure. you and I had talked about some things that we wanted to talk about first on this podcast yes. and self-care being, you know, our umbrella. And the first one yes. is taking care of our bodies. Yes. Yeah. So whatever that means to you, when I was running this idea by some of my colleagues, uh, they were saying, well, well, people just don't have the same um, resources available to them because they can't let others in their home or in their personal space to help them take care of themselves. 
So you and I, Megan, have talked about that we absolutely have the ability to take care of ourselves in our homes because we have control over what comes out of our mouths and what we do with our bodies. So you can, hopefully everybody's got a hot shower to go get into. Maybe you have a hot bath to get into. And maybe you want to use some of those little hotel shampoos to take a bubble bath. That's good. That's a fun thing to do. That was a little creative solution that I came up with that I've used for years, but my buddy told me uh, other people might not know that little, that little trick. So taking care of your body, not only taking care of your physical body, but obviously we're talking about taking care of your mental health. Whatever that means to you, and mental health is not a stigma. Mental health is exactly that. If you don't have your mental health, you don't have anything, in my humble opinion as a psychologist. <laughs> but I'm pumped. But I'm pumped. There's a plug for mental health. I'm a salesperson. I'm a salesperson. I sell people mental health every day. That's, what, that's my job. <laughs> you know, I think it's brilliant. You know, the biggest thing, too, is moving our bodies. So I have yes. found I am the reluctant worker outer, yet in the mm -hmm. last two months, actually it's been three months now, it has been my new norm. And yes. it's been the one thing that I have kind of leaned on. Um, I'm rowing every morning and, um, you know, really kind of taking a point to do that every single day, even when I'm in my home, even when yes. I'm not leaving my home. And taking those also those self-care I, I love a little luxury and I actually own a skincare business and I am a firm believer in masking, like kind of being a little decadent and pampering myself during this time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know that I use your product. So we're not plugging her product, but we do love her product okay. and they, and, um, we're looking 10 years younger. Anyway, so <laughs> there's no reason not to come out of this looking 10 years younger. That's my goal. Well, I thought, you know what, I was watching the Today Show. Amen, sister. I was watching the Today Show, and um, one of the individuals got on and said something like, you know what, if I'm going to be cooped up for 30 days, yeah, I'm coming out as a butterfly, dang it. That's right. I love it. We're all in our cocoons, and we're coming out as butterflies. That's right. That yep. is right. We're going to show Absolutely. our colors. So good stuff for the bodies. Right. And then the other thing too, you guys, is I noticed that with, you know, in the first like four or five days, I was eating crap, just absolute yeah. junk. Yep. And like happily so, might I add. Yes. And then on day five, I'm like, I am, I need help. Someone needs to like put the pantry away. Something needs to happen. But the reality is we have to look at our nutrition as well. And just yeah. because we're home doesn't mean you can't get those fresh fruits and veggies too. Yeah, absolutely. And you're, I always tell folks that I work with that your mood starts in your gut. This is scientifically proven, guys. Look it up. What you put in your body helps determine what your mood is going to be. The simple sugars, that white sugar that tastes oh so good is not going to last and it's going to bring you up and it's going to bring you right back down. Because look at small children on white sugar. 
Um, you mean the you need to eat yeah. colorful <laughs> yes. things, colorful vegetables, things that have bright colors. We all have time now to explore the rainbow of vegetables and fruits and beans and legumes and, of course, you know, fish and, and chicken and beef and all that good stuff. But filling up your plate in a rainbow will help you get the nutrition you need, and you're going to feel so much better. And quite honestly, you're going to be regular too, because nobody wants to live in a house with somebody who's not regular, because it's gross. <laughs> is that a toilet paper plug? Nobody. <laughs> that is, right? So everybody keep their system regular, so no one has to run out and get toilet paper or beg, borrow, and plead for toilet paper. Don't borrow it, it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> reaching out, asking for help, if one should need toilet paper, brings us to our next yes. topic of connecting <laughs> with others. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I know, um, Megan, you and I have talked about, um, in my household, we're very fortunate. There's two of us that are actually able to work remotely, which is great. But that is not the case with a lot of households. Yep. Um and so connecting with others, we humans are social beings. We need to be with others. Now, it, right now, we can't physically be with others, but we certainly can connect with them emotionally. And my favorite, favorite psychological term, um, concept that I don't think I've even introduced to you before, Megan, is called perception of support. And it's a beautiful psychological term, and it's the reason why therapy works, in my humble opinion, as 20-plus years doing this stuff. Perception of support is your ability to believe other people have your back, period. That's all it is, perception of support. And I'm going to go as far as to say that's why social media is so popular, because when you're on social media, you have a perception that other people care about what you have to say. So perception of support is a great, great, powerful psychological term. Obviously, I'm a psychologist, so I'm going to talk about psychological terms. But it's huge. It's huge. It's huge for your mental health, right? Mm -hmm. If I believe somebody likes what I had to say on social media and they give me the thumbs up or whatever, you know, emoji they're going to give me fantastic. If I can pick up my phone, um, you know, those things that we carry around in our pockets and we're constantly scrolling through, mm -hmm. they're actually communication devices. You can call people and they pick up. I know. It's crazy. It's concept. crazy. Right? It's crazy. It's a crazy concept. Crazy concept. You know, I, crazy I know that you have done this with your dad and I've done it with my mom. So uh -huh. we have, we both come uh -huh. from, um, big families Very with, yeah <laughs> wonderful close-knit families and mm -hmm. Buffy's father is still living my mom is still living my mom is 83 Buffy's dad is 80 80 85 so yeah. we have taught our parents now to do uh Skype and to do Zoom and to do FaceTime and it makes my mom's day she is alone in Spokane. She is not able to come and be with us or my brother because we still, um, my husband is considered essential as is my brother. And so that puts her in harm's way at her age, although she's 
spry um, and healthy, but it's just not something we can do. So teach someone that that little tool, that platform. It's such a gift. It's a great gift for my boys, the grandchildren, um, to connect with her that way. Um, and reach out to your siblings. Reach out to your friends. And if you think that someone is doing really great and holding up and just, you know, always just this pillar of strength, still reach out to them. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and have a lot of patience because the person that you are reaching out to may not be familiar with technology. I often call myself a technology dinosaur to my husband's chagrin. But, hey, we got this on the fourth try, didn't we, Megan? We, we got this. We did. <laughs> now we can, now we can uh, practice some patience with others and teach them some of our technology tricks. I love it. My <laughs> mom had a, uh, a cocktail party with some old coworkers of hers, old as in former, not elderly, Correct. age gifted, if you will. Uh -huh. um, yet it took 45 minutes to help her walk through and get Skype set up. Yeah. And she was yeah, so I... appreciative. And really, it was 45 minutes that I am happy to give. Yeah, absolutely. I just did a half hour Zoom session with my in-laws and all my family in four different states. And it was so great to see everybody healthy and speaking. And even even one of my cousins was quarantined and was waiting for her, her Corona um, COVID-19 results. And, you know, thank goodness everything came out okay. She's a first responder so she and her husband are both first responders but we believe her to be safe so it's good 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 so yeah absolutely reach out reach out reach out the other thing I want to say too now next week we're going to talk about kids but today I might suggest to just to sneak this in since we're talking about reaching out to others do sure. reach out to your children's friends parents and the reason I say that is because you're the connectivity, depending on what age they're at, like if they're, what, 12 and under, you're the connection yeah. often, unless they have a, you know, a cell phone or something like that, that they're able to connect. Do take that moment just to keep that relationship going. Check in with them. Let them know that your son or daughter is thinking about their son or daughter. Yes, absolutely. And you can set up Zoom um, play dates. My daughter and her very dear friend, um, we just put the computer in a room and let her be and just let them get all their giggles out and jump on the bed and do all their silliness as long as no one's getting hurt. Um, <laughs> and let them and let them have a good time and be rowdy with each other. Um, because that's what our kids are missing right now. They're missing that connection. And we need to stay connected to our friends. So that was one of the reasons why Megan and I decided to do this too, to connect people, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, Megan, I feel like we missed a, missed something. I, I didn't get to do my triangle, and I'm not sure how to do the segue. I know, my triangle. Here's my segue. Don't you love triangles? I love triangles. Thank you for the good segue, Megan. You're welcome. So, go, <laughs> so going back to self-care, I have this concept that I often use with folks. 
And the idea is that you have three points on a triangle. And on each of those points, I write a word. And I usually put it on a sticky. It's very, very technically um, sophisticated. I put it on a little sticky note. And in one, one point of the triangle, I put work. The other point of the triangle, I put play. And the third point of the triangle, I put spirit. Now, whoever gave this to me in the last 20 years, thank you very much. I don't know who to give it to. This is not original. I got it from some continuing education person. So thank you, whoever you are. But I think it's really important to look at that in regards to self-care. Are you doing your work? Are you playing? And do you have some concept of spirit? And when I say spirit, I mean anything beyond yourself. Often people have a deity that they believe in, um, karma, the universe, the earth, whatever that means for you. But it's something outside of us. Um, play as adults, I think we forget how to play. Listening to my, my girls play is one of the greatest joys and frustration sometimes if they're supposed to be sleeping. But, um, right, it's one of my yeah. greatest joys. It's one of my greatest joys to listen to their voices and how they interact with each other. Um, and then, of course, work is usually something that you get paid for. And if you're very, very fortunate, and I do feel fortunate and privileged that my work is also my passion, it's something that I enjoy every single day. Of course, there's some days I don't want to do 8 o'clock in the morning, but I do them. And um, I get to help people and talk to people. And obviously, I'm pretty good at that because Megan and I have been talking for like 20 minutes now. And uh, with no sweat. So that's good, right? Yes, super <laughs> so we're good. Right? So get your sticky out. Work, play, spirit. Check in with yourself on each of those things. I try to. I try to every day. I think, you know, the other thing, too, and, and when those are in balance, it's, it's kind of the life that we're supposed to be living, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I also think we need to keep in mind during this time, this, whether it's sheltering in place or, um, or if someone, God forbid, is quarantined or if someone oh. is um, and during a stay-at-home order, I think it's really important that we need to give ourselves grace in this. Absolutely. And remembering to, um, to play, if you will. So for example, you and I have chuckled about this quite a few times when yeah. this first started and we first were given this, you know, this order to stay home. I thought, oh gosh, you know what? I'm going to dig a pool. I'm going to <laughs> repaint every bedroom. The boys are going to learn French. I mean, <laughs> I had all of these grandiose ideas of what I was going to do with this gift of time, right? Yes. And don't get me wrong, we have not learned French. Um, I still can, I can say a few things to get by. Um, and we have not cured, you know, this disease, although my youngest is certainly trying and his little brain yes. might. However, yeah. um We've been doing fun things. And yes, we've been homeschooling, which is the plot twist of the year. Yes. Um, not a, a term I would ever kind of think about for my home, but I'm embracing it as we all are. But I yeah. think we need to give ourselves 
um, some grace during this time, and it's okay to take breaks, right? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's fantastic to have high expectations for yourself, for your family. That's how we achieve. But quite honestly, you need to have those disappointments, a little boredom, and then get very creative. Because what parent hasn't heard, I'm bored? Go find something to do. And guess what? Kids do it. So we'll go find something to do. They'll get creative. My daughter created a whole new game. She created a whole zoo of clay animals for her um, art time. Um, we need to play. I got out my bike that I haven't ridden in years, and I'm not ashamed to say it had cobwebs on it. It still worked. Um, and it's still, I can still ride it. Get off the bike, fall off the bike, get back on. Um, so, yeah, absolutely play, have the time to play. We also have our financial responsibilities, um, but have some time to play and make up your new normal. That can be what you take out of this. We want to come out at butterflies, come out relaxed. How amazing would that be? That'd be cool. It sounds lovely. That, sound, that sounds very aspirational as I, as I stare at my very small space of which I am now working. <laughs> On a Sunday. What's up with that? <laughs> it's the new norm. Oh, new norm, baby. And, you know, and the funny thing is, is that we're, we say the new normal or we want to get back to normal. And my mom... And she got this from Irma Bond Beck. I love her. That'll take yep. us all back in time. Yeah. Um, that normal doesn't exist because it Correct. is simply a setting on the dryer. Yep. Yep. I love it. And, and I think we need, we need to just embrace what we've got, mm -hmm. make the best of it. And if we're having a hard time. Yeah. Seek help, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I jokingly said, you know, we're all going to come out as butterflies, and I love that concept. But if you, you, everybody knows themselves, if you went into this shelter in place, stay at home, quarantine, and you weren't functioning at your very best, and I'm going to use a psychological term, means pre-morbid functioning, which just means prior to how you were functioning. And I'm going to call this a trauma because it is a trauma for a lot of folks to be changing up their schedules in their life and maybe facing their own mortality for the first time. Um, if your pre-morbid functioning wasn't so great, maybe you rise to this occasion and maybe you don't, but everybody is the expert on themselves. So if you're not doing so great and you need some help, absolutely reach out to others. If you need professional help, you call 911 or go to your closest emergency room. Anybody calls my phone, that's exactly what it says. Um, the psychiatric units are still up and running. And don't be afraid to do that because everybody needs help. We all need help. That was what kind of started Megan and I on this little journey. We do want to help people. We want to give them a laugh, but also come at it from, you know, my background obviously is helping folks. Um, so if we can do that to one person by doing these podcasts, fantastic. Great. It's a good thing. It's a great thing. <laughs> you know, the biggest thing, too, I think is, um, and this kind of goes back to take breaks and kind of seeking help when needed, is 
if you don't have, like we always see, that I have a, a wonderful um, colleague that wrote a book called The Highlight Reel. Uh-huh. And it kind of goes back to social media. Uh-huh. And it, it talks about, um, her name is Emily Paulson. She's just a, a dynamo. And she wrote a book about the highlight reel of you see what we post or you see what we talk about or you see what someone might share from, again, that quote unquote highlight. Uh-huh. But it's not really the reality. So if you're not having a Pinterest worthy Moment. quarantine, yeah. it's really okay. Oh my God. It gosh. is okay. I live a nailed it kind of life all the time. And when I say nailed it, I don't mean I'm acing it. I mean, I'm like, that cooking show nailed it, where the cake is slightly lopsided. That is it. And you know what? The cake still tastes good. Yep. It just isn't perfect. No, it's not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a, that's a great analogy. I like the nailed it. Um, my analogy is hash. Uh, whatever's left in the fridge at the end of the week of cooking or from the night before, we make hash. Yes. And you know what? My kids say, Mom, this hash was so good. Can you do it again? I say, no. But the next one, we're going to make hash. And that's, you just make with whatever you have. So everybody's got resources. You just maybe need somebody else to point out what the resources are. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely love it. The other thing, so we touched on taking yes. breaks and seeking help when needing mm-hmm. it taking care of your body, connecting with others, connect with your people, with your tribe, connect with your family members, talk to each other. Every single night I ask my guys how they're feeling about things. Yes, absolutely. And it's been amazing. And we'll touch on this too, you know, next week when we talk about talking absolutely. to kids. Um, but I have my youngest write in a journal mm-hmm. of kind of how he's feeling about Yeah. Today. And he happens to be a high-functioning, gorgeous-minded, brilliant autism uh-huh. boy, autistic boy who happens to be on the autism uh-huh. scale, high, high-functioning. Right. But that's kind of what we do, so I know where you are. And I highly recommend it for adults. Absolutely. Too. You know, I, um, I do a daily gratitude journal. I know this doesn't sound popular, but I do a daily gratitude journal before I see my people. So that I come to them from a place of gratitude. Like, I am grateful that I have a job. I'm grateful that I get to continue to practice. Um, and I have my kids doing that journal, too. And this is not a setup. Megan and I probably didn't even know we each were doing these. But my kids have journals. And I specifically bought the journals so that it was a place for them to put down their thoughts during this time so that we have extra things to talk about. And it's also just for me to be able to check in with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So the last thing, we have two more things to touch on, you guys, and it is staying informed. But here's the flip side of that. The second part of that is avoid too much exposure to the Absolutely. So I tell a lot of the folks that I see that um, none of us are pandemic experts. None of us are. Unless, you know, that's what your job is, and thank you very much, and thank you for taking care of us. But most of us are not pandemic experts. So I suggest to folks to check in in the morning and check in in the evening, but don't listen to the news all day long because that is the most anxiety-provoking thing to do. And I don't think any of us need any more anxiety 
My other um, thing I tell folks is please check your sources. Just because it's said on news does not mean it's accurate. Just because a reporter wrote it down does not mean it's accurate. I had a news story that came up on my phone. It took me five checks to find out that a tiny portion of it was true and the larger portion of the article was not true. So if you are really great into research, fantastic, do it. But I am not a super great researcher. I'm a good clinician. So if I can do five checks on just a plain old internet search, anybody can do that. It's five clicks to find out if it's true or not. Um, so keep yourself informed, but don't go overboard, especially if you know, I'm going back to premorbid functioning, that you have a tendency to get very anxious. Don't contribute to your anxiety by clicking on every single update on every single city. Just stay informed what needs to happen in your world. You know, I think that's brilliant. So my youngest is, he's very mm -hmm. uh, fact-based, wants to know everything he can about most topics that interest him. This sure. interests him. So we had to actually kind of curtail him a skosh and have him stick to, because let's be honest, the internet is a black hole of information and Absolutely. not all of it's true. And, and it goes back to just because it's written, true, right. maybe it's true. Um, so what we have kind of stuck with him and with the rest of this household is sticking with the CDC and sticking Absolutely. with state. Absolutely. Um, Certainly being abreast of current affairs within the, uh, your community, your state, Absolutely. and your nation, and the world at large. But if you're going to be talking about coronavirus and what its effects are on you, you stick to the CDC and to your... Right, local. and I try to warn people about that when they are doing um, searches for information. I've, I uh, went to a brilliant field trip with one of my children and the librarian was very concise about the internet. If it's .com, they're selling you something. If it is .gov, it's usually a government agency. If it's .edu, it's an educational. Those are the ones, edu and gov, are the ones that, for the most part, are going to have the facts based on research. That's what you can go for. If it's .com, they're selling you something. Even .NET and .org was supposed to be for nonprofits, but that's not the case anymore. And there's a brand new one. I think it's mm -hmm. IO something someone was just telling me about. I live in the heart of Silicon Valley, and it's quite ironic that I'm not more technically savvy. But um, I had somebody else telling me, an uh, engineer, telling me about um, a new one because they got rid of all the .coms, all the .orgs, all the .nets. Um, there's a brand new one, and somebody out there probably knows what I'm talking about. So just be careful where you're getting your information. That's all there is to it. Just because it's written down doesn't mean it happened. Absolutely. You guys, if you have questions, comment on the post. We're going to take this um, this recording that we did, we're going to drop yeah. it into Facebook. If you have questions, drop it into the comments below. Next week, 
We're going to be coming at you on Fridays from now on. Today is our first one. We had some te technical difficulties <laughs> yes. over the last few days, yes. to say the least. So today is our inaugural first, first ever <laughs> podcast on a Sunday. From now on, we'll be coming to you and dropping those on Friday mornings. I hope you guys have an amazing week. Dr. <laughs> Gossett, Dr. Yes. Buffy, my dear friend, thank you for the gift of time. And you guys, next week, we're going to do self-cares for kiddos about how to move their bodies, talk a right about their feelings, a safe place, uh, and also projects to help um, so they have control of something in this time where Absolutely. they have very little control. Uh, more importantly, how to talk yeah. to them at their level. For instance, my 16-year-old might not be your yeah. younger child. So how do you have those conversations that yeah. are appropriate? And we're going to try to do brevity next week. I realize we're at 36 minutes. We're going to try to get it under 30 minutes, right? Yes. If we weren't so chatty, we would get it under yep. 30. But I know it's hard to listen to something this long. <laughs> Hope we didn't lose anybody. <laughs> Next, that's right. Yeah, crickets. Oh, okay. So weird. It's just you and I. <laughs> uh, enjoy your Sunday, Megan. You guys. You too. Big hugs to you, and have yeah. a great.